0: Hello, this is Dr. Daniel Van Ingen. Happy New Year, everybody. This is our first 2019 parenting podcast. This is our parenting podcast on fear versus vulnerability. I want to start out this year by talking about fears and helping parents to eliminate fears in their household. So this may be a simplistic bullet point, but a dichotomy exists in most family relationships. Fear versus vulnerability. People are often operating out of fear when they aren't vulnerable. And people are eradicating or conquering fear when they are being vulnerable. Relationships and families require a lot of heart-to-heart maintenance for a healthy and thriving family. Consider the following example. A parent says to her preteen, Are you saying you feel nausea so you don't have to set the table for dinner? The preteen, let's call her Julie, says to dad, "Ah, uh, no!" But then Julie slams the door. Julie then yells out, "Dads don't understand. I wish Mom was here." Mom gets home and the family has dinner together. Julie insists she doesn't want to sit by Dad and refusing and is refusing to talk to Dad at dinner. So as you can tell, there's a lot going on here, and this can go a number of different ways, and listeners may form several different opinions based on the example I just provided. Some may identify with Dad as you have a child like Julie who embellishes physical and emotional symptoms to avoid things he or she doesn't like. You know, from my ankle hurts... Uh, to avoid a family hike, to my stomach hurts, to avoid chores, to my headaches are back, to avoid church or school. right? Other listeners here to this example may agree with Julie, saying mom knows best on how to attend to Julie. So putting these two impressions to the side, I'm going to continue with this scenario example. So the family goes on to have dinner together. Mom encourages dad privately to not question Julie openly, even if you suspect uh, some embellishing. So don't question her integrity openly. So together as a family, Mom encourages Dad to apologize to Julie for making an assumption. All right. So if you're still following, again, Dad made an assumption. Right. He he he. Um, right. He said. Um, you know, are you saying you feel nausea so you don't have to set the table for dinner, right? And so what's dad doing? He's questioning his integrity, right? Or excuse me, he's questioning her integrity, right? And, and, but the key is communicate everything, assume nothing. And that's a good motto for a family. Communicate everything, assume nothing. So together as a family, mom encourages dad to apologize to Julie for making an assumption, So prior to the apology, Mom encourages Julie to express how she felt when Dad questioned Julie's symptoms as an excuse. Okay, so here's where we're talking about being vulnerable instead of being driven by fear. So being vulnerable means being open, expressive, and and sharing how you feel. So it goes something like this. Dad, I felt angry and hurt when you questioned me. And you showed no compassion for how I felt. Julie is then praised. Okay, so so praise. And, and, but in that serious, sincere connection, D, uh, Dad thanks Julie for sharing how she felt. So if I'm the father in this example, I'm saying, okay, th- thank you, Julie. So Dad, I'm not getting defensive, right? I'm not explaining myself. I'm not minimizing her pain, not minimizing her feeling, um, instead, I'm thanking you. I'm, th- <laughs> I'm thanking Julie. I'm saying thank you for sharing how you felt. Dad then says something like this, Julie, thank you for telling me that. I'm very sorry that I made an assumption about you. I want to assume the best about you. So, so there, Dad um, apologizes in addition to thanking her for it. Being vulnerable and expressing how she felt, Dad is thanking and thanking her for for doing that. He's also apologizing for questioning her for making an assumption about her. Um, so again, after Julie says, "Dad, I felt angry and hurt when you questioned me, and you showed no compassion for how I felt," Dad says, "Julie." Thank you for telling me that. And of course, tone is everything, right? So it's, it's right, nonverbal communication is 90% of communication, right? So it's it's how it's said and it's tone. So it, it needs to come from the heart. So, um, and this is not going to be sincere because I'm doing a role play in this example. Um, but I, So I'm going to try and use the quality of my voice to match... What it might sound like, but still, everyone here knows. All listeners knows. All, all listeners know when a parent is experience is just speaking from the mind, the brain to say the right thing, versus when we're speaking from the heart. We want to teach our children to really be sincere, and the best way to uh, in um, the best way to teach our children to be sincere is to be sincere ourselves so so J- julie thank you for telling me that i am very sorry that i made an assumption about you i want to assume the best about you will you please forgive me and again the tone here is critical sincerity is the key. Sincerity encourages vulnerability, and vulnerability is essential for genuine relationships in a healthy and thriving family. So, I want to go back to something in this example. Um, not wanting to sit by dad and refusing to talk to dad at dinner is unacceptable. In a healthy family, this behavior is unacceptable and directly addressed. Passive aggressive behavior should be addressed directly. So, both mom and dad, or, or um, so, so dad needs to separate the, the two things. And, and that can be done either in a separate conversation, um, once it's clear that there's been a sincere expression of vulnerability, and a sincere receiving of that expression of vulnerability, and apology, Um, taking responsibility, and connecting at the level of vulnerability. Um, Once that's done and we've transitioned, now dad can then address the passive-aggressive behavior. Um, So I think that first we need to have that time of connection. Um, So this is how you might address the passive-aggressive behavior. And so it can be dad or it can be mom as well in this scenario. Um, But I think it needs to be separated. And and the reason why it needs to be separated is you don't want to just start, yeah, but you did this. No, no. Again, the goal is connection. So, again, passive-aggressive behavior should be addressed directly. In our family, we address things head-on. We don't withdraw, and we don't withhold love or communication because of hurt feelings. Instead, we share our feelings And in in that scenario, Julie might say, if she feels close to her father after the period of vulnerability, Julie may say, I'm sorry, Dad. Um, I'm sorry I did that. Um, And I think the lesson here is we don't withdraw and we don't withhold love or communication because of hurt feelings. Instead, we share our feelings Right, but what is the enemy of vulnerability? The enemy is fear. Parents need to take authority over fear in their households. Parents with thriving, happy, vibrant, healthy, and flourishing families look for fears and pursue to. They pursue extinguishing them, and the uh, the solution is vulnerability. It's sharing how we feel. It's sharing hurt feelings, and it's being open and it's being honest. It's expressing. It's being sincere. And sincerity goes a long way. And I think what we want to do is, let me just throw this in there. Uh, another barrier to vulnerability and sincerity is sarcasm. And But that's another podcast. But we definitely do not want to bring sarcasm into this connection. Uh, as we discuss being vulnerable. Uh, so, uh, this is Dr. Daniel Vanning with this week's parenting podcast on fear versus vulnerability.